0: D&D 5e Character Lab Podcast. With your hosts, Karen and Dan. Welcome to the D&D Character Lab, a show based around the one thing we as players cannot resist. And that is compulsively creating characters and daydreaming about their validity in-game. Each week we bring a new character to the table, drawing from a plethora of published content, and then scoring it against a predefined table of criteria... And it is then up to Garen and I to use our own charisma modifiers to convince one another that the baby we created is better. And just like episode
1: eight, we are using some brand new published content in the form of grungs.
0: Yeah. So these are little froggy guys. Little uh, frog boys, little froggy guys. Don't let them fool you though. Though they may be short in stature, they are quite poisonous. That is not exactly a saying. I'm going to try #quitepoisonous. Hashtag quite poisonous.
1: Can we do that? We could try. You know what a place that a grung would never live? Where? A stone moss chapel, which is where we are this week. We are using the last of our Canterbury candle sample pack that I bought here and this is musk wood and soil to take you away to some old castle. <laughs> this is pleasant. This is one I was particularly looking forward to. Why
0: well, do you like that?
1: Yeah. Once again, it does, Candles. It does
0: have like a, like a sort of like damp, musty kind of it does. essence to it. It's nice. I would want my
1: car to smell like that. Yeah. It, mine does a little bit. Well, I don't want, mine smells like
0: man stank. I would rather <laughs> it smelled like castle stank, you know? Castle stank. Yeah, absolutely. Cantrip Candles, if we could give one suggestion, just rename that Castle Stank. That's the only suggestion we have. And, and then we're completely off your back. Yeah. Uh, the suggestions that we have for our listeners, go to Cantrip Candles and get some. They're awesome. Absolutely. They're awesome. Okay. Uh, Grungs, level one. Let's try and make this as enthralling as possible because we know that level one characters, our listeners know this as well, when you start a campaign, they die a lot and they don't have a lot of abilities. So tell me what you have with your level one Grung. My
1: Grung was part of a tribe of Grungs that lost their land due to urban expansion and a city that went over their land and took up all their place to live. So they ended up becoming urchins on the streets of this city and, like, scrounging around in the city in the sewers for scrap stealing. No, they were, like, grungy grungs. Grungy. Super grungy. I like that. Stealing whatever they can, especially my guy, who a grung only lives to, I believe they said... 50 years old. 50 years old. This guy's in his late 30s. He's already kidding getting into the twilight years. He's been living in the streets. He's very very scrappy. How are how
0: are they I, this is just p- pure curiosity. How are their knees at that age? The joints for jumping. Still have very to be- supple.
1: Are they? Yeah, because that's like their main thing, a frog got great jumps. And a grung can even when they're really grungy, they can hop pretty good. You know what goes first? Is their lips. Their lips get really flappy. Oh yeah, their mouth, their hey. wide mouths start to just flap around. So they're jumping really I, good. Kind of dro- drooling though. Oh, drooling. Oh, yeah, yeah that, no. I mean, no. they already don't have teeth, so that's one less thing keeping this alive inside. So these
0: are re- your guy is really a grotesque and grungy grump. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: living so in the dirt. He's, and grime. He, he's
0: already getting flappage.
1: He's got serious flappage. Yeah, wow. And one night. He's down in a sewer. You know, he stole some stuff from a local merchant's home and he's going over his old treasures. He's got a fork. You know, he doesn't, you know, he thinks it's valuable. And a... So he's kind of dumb. Well, they've only known... Yeah, he's dumb. Uh, (laughs) I had to check my sheet there. No, you're right. He is dumb.
0: Either
1: that or he's a little mermaid. (laughs) He's not used to this humanoid civilization. So when a cloaked figure beckons him... He thinks, maybe I can steal another fork off this guy. But that cloaked figure, while disguised as a patching merchant, is actually a demon. A fiend. And that fiend sees the potential. He's been watching this grungy guy around the city, and he binds him to him. And he bestows upon this grung power that he's never experienced before. Power that makes him a king among among these grungs. And so I present so are to you... They, wait
0: a minute. Are they disbanded? They're they're wandering the streets, but he's a king amongst grung, so he's basically the head homeless man. Yes. Cool. No, that's pretty... Just strange. based on respect
1: and the amount of forks he so can steal.
0: Gotcha. So he's head hobo. Yes. Head hobo grung. His okay. fork
1: collection will blow your mind.
0: So let's hear about your... What's the name of your head hobo
1: grung? Zuul. The warlock grung, urchin. He's lawful evil.
0: Yeah, He's his name is Zool. Zul. <laughs> yeah. So he's, yeah, cross between Little Mermaid and Ghostbusters. Got it. Cool. No, good. I'm nice, glad you nice, picked up on that. Nice backstory. Wait, you're being sarcastic? That's a fantastic backstory. <laughs> let me introduce you to Hite. He takes what? Hite. Level one bard. A bard, grung? Yes, he's a bard. So let me tell you something. He's 48. Flappage on... Wow. Flappage on fleet. He got like 10 years on my guy. Flappage on fleet. He's almost dead. Yeah. Yeah. And so in his later years, he's not in the front lines of combat. He is very wise. He advises all of the, the grungs around him on battle strategy. Uh, and he also is responsible for playing the pan flute. That, that. <laughs> how you, how you get right at my heart with the pan flute? I, you know I love the, the pan, pan flute. No, no. Get this. Because they're small, the pan flute is made out of leaves. It's adorable. Yeah, and little, little beads of water, like in Bug's Life, go in there and they make it. And that's, that pan flute is what is, that keeps the rhythm in battle. And that's what they actually thrive off of in battle. They, they thrive off of his music, keeping that rhythm going. So he's lived to be an ancient grung based on his ability to avoid combat. Uh, so he, he is now more of a, an advisor. He's a general. And he keeps the battle. Uh, if he's in
1: battle this long, why is he still level one? Well, he's small.
0: Oh, oh okay. He's small even for a grung. Small grung. Okay. Small. Grung. Tiny grung with a little leaf pamphlet. Yep. You made a valid point there. The level. <laughs> 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 so anyways, that's how I themed him. He is neutral evil and grungs for the, for the record in the, in the uh, one grung above supplement. It does say that they tend to be evil creatures. Yeah, that's why we both went evil on this. Yep. So, what do you have for melee?
1: Well, Zul deserves a zero in melee, and I'll tell you why. All he's got is a dagger, which is a 1d4 plus three for his dex modifier. What's your two hit? Oh, uh, plus five. Okay. He has nothing else. He's got standing leap, which is a grung ability with a long jump of 25 and a high jump of 15. Okay,
0: so that's not melee, but... He I, jumps
1: into the melee.
0: I'm not going to argue this. Steps. I'm not going to argue this too much because my argument is also a plus one dagger attack, 1d4 plus three with a plus five to hit. <laughs> my strength is a plus one modifier, but obviously I'm using my dex as it's a finesse weapon. But here's the thing that you failed to mention: what the poisonous skin that he has. You can You'd call that melee damage. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna do well. I, I guess not. Never mind. Now I'm not mentioning poisonous. Yeah, I mean, it is melee damage. It's, it's not, not, it's it's not magic. magic. It's not magic. It's natural. So I'm going to argue a plus two. I'm going to argue a plus two. No. We have the exact same guy. All right, plus one. It doesn't matter then. Plus one. for Zero. Plus zero. Zero. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Off to a great start, guys. <laughs> I know. Level one. Thrilling. Here we go. Ranged,
1: I have a crossbow with a plus five to hit 1d8 plus three. <laughs> is that
0: exactly what you? Mean? I have the exact same thing and poisonous skin. Zero. zero, zero. Next, next, next. You know what? This is where it gets interesting, <laughs> because both of these
1: guys obviously have magic damage. <laughs> what is your magic damage? Negative one. Earth tremor. Oh, so you're a support. I never. We'll get to that.
0: Earth tremor, one d six bludgeoning damage on a failed deck save, and then the the player is knocked prone, uh, which does allow for advantage on attack. So burninating minus one minus 1 i i think that that works yep yeah I'm wow sh- i'm sure, he, off to I'm, a great sure start here. I'm sure you're not going to oppose that
1: yeah uh, i have poison spray which my last guy did as well but a grung has to take poison spray he's already got that poison skin now that he has access to magic but let me
0: let me ask you this in a theming perspective he's 38 yeah poison is losing potency oh, no, well i don't i don't have I'll, i will no, take poison from spray. this is the
1: poison spray comes from his mouth and with his flappy lips his aim is off absolutely so as I'll, a matter of fact it drips on his foot He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He's making a ranged attack. He's sloppy. Which would be a plus five. So let's say it's a plus four because of floppy lips. Yeah, totally. Flappage. So I've got that. I've also got Burning Hands as a level one spell, which is a opponent makes a deck save or takes 3d6
0: fire. Oh, I thought you meant that like he touches a block of ice without gloves on and he gets like the Burning Hand sensation.
1: No, frogs are very good at holding ice. Oh, okay. It's one of their uh, finer traits. Oh, If you ever need someone to hold ice for you, just ask a frog. Just ask a frog. Yep. So I think I deserve a plus one. (laughs) Uh, That's that's 1d12 on the poison spray and 3d6 on the burning hands. Sure. Plus one. For a level one, pretty good. Pretty good. Control, what do you have? I have the command spell and I have standing leap, which I've addressed before, and that's it. What are you arguing? You know what? I also have friends. Yeah, I have friends too, Garen. (laughs) I have the friends spell. Okay. And? Uh, That allows me to get advantage on charisma saves. Not,
0: not control, but that's fine. I don't even think
1: that was correct.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that you have a firm grasp on that spell. I have a zero in control. I was going to say you have no control over your own. But I have command spell. (laughs) (laughs) No control over your own argument for control. That's a zero. Um, I'm arguing plus two. Bardic inspiration, Earth Tremor, which, as I said, on the successful attack, uh, knocks the enemy prone. Standing Leap, which allows me to, as yeah, you said, you know, yeah, jump, yeah. jump and get all sorts of crazy good advantage on uh, view, viewpoint advantage, um, which is helpful for crossbow attacks. Amphibious, okay? You didn't mention this. I did not. You're right. Yeah, so... Because we, I thought that we, was
1: smooth operator.
0: Well, so we can be in the air or the water. We can breathe in air or water. Basically, uh, it, it, nautical attacks, maybe shoot a crossbow from the water, whatever. Charm Person, Bane, True Strike which gives me insight to enemies' defenses as a cantrip. Plus two, easy. Wow, yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. Okay, you get it. So while I took a minus one on the (laughs) burninating, I did make this a more controlling uh, magic. Well, I thought he would have had to at that point, but I'm assuming he's not very
1: tanky because he's avoided combat his entire life to the point where he's gained even no experience points.
0: He has 10 HP as a tiny frog. Mm Mm-hmm, that sounds familiar. (laughs) And an AC of 14. Very familiar. However grungs have a resistance to poison damage and the poison condition blade ward is a cantrip that gives you resistance to bludgeoning piercing and slashing damage for an entire round right plus one no i would have resistance if i use blade ward okay i would have resistance to poisoned bludgeoning piercing and slashing damage on one round that's insane level one that's a plus one i'm gonna make i'm gonna make this easy
1: I have all the same things you have, except I don't have Blade Ward. Instead, I have Dark One's Blessing. When I bring a creature to zero, I gain temporary hit points equal to my Charisma Modifier plus my Warlock level, which means I get two temporary hit points.
0: Yeah, not impressive. Resistance to all those types of damages outweighs two HP. (laughs) But if you're fighting a level one foe, like a Kobold, they're going to do...
1: Four damage. And so you would take two damage. Correct. So then... You have for an a, entire
0: round. You have a damage bonus. For an entire round. You have so a damage if I'm bonus facing, of two damage. If I'm facing and I have eight, a damage bonus of two damage. No, if, I have, if I'm facing eight kobold, and they each do four damage against me.
1: Doesn't it use your turn to cast Blade Ward? While Dark One's Blessing is just an
0: innate feature for me? Right, but Blade Ward would pay off for the entire round. That's, I'm, just, I'm just saying that. I also have Arms of Hadar. Do you know that spell? Yes. Cast
1: 2d6 damage if someone attacks me. So That's think, not tankiness. That is tanking. What would that
0: be? Burninating? <laughs> yeah. Then I have a plus two on burninating. Negative. I'm arguing a plus one. You're arguing a... Plus one. Yeah, fine. All right. Nothing we're not matters. Getting, we're not getting in it there anyway. This, we're not getting in there This anyway. is the game where nothing matters. All right. Ally Assist. I am arguing a zero. I have Bardic Inspiration and Earth Tremor. and then You also... just keep pulling those out. That or Earth no, Tremor is no, no, no. Bardic Inspiration I did not keep pulling out, Okay. Earth Tremor has come up several times, however, if an enemy is not prone, it definitely assists your allies because they get advantage on attack. Bardic Inspiration, as we know, yeah, we know what it does. Shelter the, shelter the Faithful, and then also True Strike. True Strike gives me insight as to what the, the person's defenses are. So if I'm I able, believe that only gives you advantage on attack. I can communicate that to my friends. We are able to talk. You can't give them advantage on the attack. No, but if they have insight into their defenses, I can say, hey, this guy has problems handling fire. So cast a fire spell at him. This guy has problems handling... Who's good at handling fire apart from Polynesian men? Have you seen a red dragonborn before? Okay. (laughs) Touche. So anyway. So a red dragonborn at a luau would be fantastic. But anybody else... Ooh, that would be good. A Mm. dragonborn cooked pig on a spigot. Hmm. I just got that vivid image. I would even eat did. the poi just to have that. Sure. I mean, I'm not... If you ever go I'm to not... a luau, don't eat the poi. <laughs> the point of my argument is um, I'm arguing a zero, and I think that all this is perfectly reasonable okay. for a zero. I'm arguing a plus one because I have
1: unseen servant, so I can, ca- I can create an invisible servant that'll just do stuff for me and my friends. What would you have it do? Well, as king of the grung hobos, I would say, hey, do you want some... Slime in a cup, and then it floats towards them in my Unseen Servant's hand. Hey, you look sore. so. You're, so you're serving slime? Well, that's what grungs probably drink as a delicate beverage. Your lips are looking pretty flappy. You look like you could use a mouth massage. Let me get my Unseen Servant on that. Your Unseen
0: Servant is trained in, in flappy massage? He's really good at Shiat's mouth massage. <laughs> <laughs> I like the argument, but what are you arguing again? A plus one? Uh, plus two. Plus two for Unseen serpent. This is Asinine, no. Plus one. No, it's a one spell, zero. Zero? I argued three things. <laughs> You're saying plus two. Not even reasonable. All right, ability balance. Oh. Uh, so I'm going to argue a plus one here. Strength of 12, dex of 16, constitution of 14, intelligence of 8. Guy may be old and wise, he is not intelligent. Mm-hmm. Wisdom of 12, charisma of 14. Some um, pretty good stats. Yeah, not not terrible for a level one. He has, he is proficient in uh, he's proficient in six things, including insight, nature, perception, performance, religion, and survival. Overall, you know, his spellcasting modifier is uh, charisma, I believe. Yes, as of already's got his spellcasting modifier, charisma, which gives him a DC spell DC saving of twelve. Level one, you know, pretty balanced. So I'm already in plus one. Yeah, you know, absolutely. just because just because his intelligence is minus one. I already wrote it down. You get
1: okay. it. I'm actually gonna blow your mind here. I'm only already doing a zero on ability balance. Okay. Because my Zool was much more dex-based, which doesn't really adhere to a warlock. Warlocks are charisma spellcasters. Correct. And his charisma is only twelve. So to run it down, strength of eight, dex of seventeen, con of fifteen, intelligence of eight, like you wisdom of 14 and charisma of 12 decks
0: of 17 at level one
1: yeah that is not balanced I've, yeah i put a lot into his yeah, dad yeah. because that's what his life was sure built this guy based around my living in the streets backstory sure he just now became a warlock yeah so I mean, fresh yeah
0: i'm, I'm gonna I'm at level four he's gonna take some more charisma for not sure. not just because we're competing here that deserves a zero I mean, yeah. Not, it definitely not deserves balance, a zero. Not balanced. You have to, sp- in point by system, to get a 17, especially at level one, you have to expend quite a bit of points. I, costs, am- I emphasized I think, it.
1: I had to spend nine of my 27 points
0: yeah, just, to, just get-
1: to get to a 17,
0: because yeah. I had to buy the 15 and get the plus two. Yeah, you're right. So it's a significant investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll move on to... Smooth Operator. Smooth Operator. I will argue here a plus two. And because I have charm, person mm-hmm. plus two to my charisma, mm-hmm. I have a plus four to performance. So obviously, playing the pan flute, you know, in a tavern, and I'm like, you know, hey guys, uh, let's listen to this little ditty. And in the song, I can have one of my. But you know, you only speak grung. No, I don't actually. I speak common and primordial as well. Well played. Yeah, as a bard, I can choose two other
1: languages. I only speak grung. <laughs> Because I'm an urchin. I haven't had to deal
0: with other people yet. So you're a hobo that doesn't speak language as the co- the same language as the common people. Well, no one wants to talk to me. That alone makes you a not-smooth operator. I'm just going to argue that right now. You'll so see. Thank you, for, You'll thank, see. You for, thank you for bringing that. Um, plus three to insight checks and plus three to sleight of hand. At level one, I'm arguing a plus two, definitely. A lot Yeah, of that's a lot. You got a lot of charm person. That's a great spell for that. What do you got? Uh, I'm actually arguing a plus two
1: because <laughs> I have, shocker. <laughs> I have the friend spell, which I was correct before, does give me advantage on charisma check. So I can't communicate language wise to you, but, but you I'm communicating from the how heart. How many spell slots do you have? That's a that's a cantrip. Oh, it's a cantrip. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I also have unseen servant, which could be very effective in a smooth operator situation. You know, not just bringing the slime and massaging the gums, but also sneaking in places, opening doors, all that kind of thing. I have the amphibious, breathe air and water. I can get in and out of places. The standing leap, which allows me to sneak up on top of buildings with that dex of 17, sleight of hand of five, stealth of five. I'm sorry, standing leap and a dex check does what? Get on top of buildings, sneak into things, stealing, getting information. You get fifth- Did you miss the stealth of five at level one? The sleight of hand of five? I get,
0: I get that, all right? I I'm get a good that. stealer. No, I get that. But a Perception deck- of four. I want to I call you on this a little bit. So get it, you're going to get your plus two. But <laughs> Thank you. You can get on top of a building with a dex check and a 15 foot leap. Oh, yeah. 15 feet? 15 feet
1: high? Yeah. That gets me onto the first floor. Then I just go up from there. I don't know. Man. What am I, jumping on top of a skyscraper?
0: We're in water deep. Who said we are? Not my guy. Where he's he? in another city. They, no, obviously urban planning has taken place there. They've zoned your little grung little village. But and They don't have skyscrapers. Three-story brownstones 15, at most. Fifteen feet is not a skyscraper. He gets up, up skys- on the awning wait and minute. he goes
1: up onto the fire escape and then he's on the roof. I know,
0: I know you grew up in Kansas or wherever you grew up, but 15 feet is not a skyscraper. I'm going one jump at a time. You're going one jump at a time. So wait a minute. You're theming this character to be able to stick... To a building? No, not stick to a building. So he jumps onto ledges and stuff. Oh, so you're assuming that there are ledges on the building. Got it. There's always going to be just, ledges I on was, a building. I was, it's, not a, it's not the Washington Monument. <laughs> it has protuberances. Fair. Okay. <laughs> okay, there's... Pretty, all right, fine. Aggressive charisma. What do you have? <laughs> Aggressive charisma, I have
1: command, which is a pretty bold way to try and get your way through a situation poison spray spray poison that's, in somebody's that's eyes that's a
0: super asshole thing to do
1: yeah spray poison right in your eyes
0: that's not that's not aggressive charisma that's that's aggressive that's initiating combat
1: at the very least i just go up and i start touching everybody with my poisonous skin
0: true however you have to make move you have to maintain contact according to the literature of course you do yeah so, so what, would, what would happen so i'm how hugging would you, and rubbing how would you how would you theme it um just like if you're just, like, making your way through a crowd Here's what and grabbing at people.
1: I use my standing leap to jump up on some guy's face. I grab around his face. My poison skin starts burning his cheeks. He screams and runs. I pull his ears to direct him towards
0: the door like Ratatouille. And that's how I get out of a building. I love that. Plus two. I'll give you a plus one because that's awesome. And I just realized I didn't even make you roll this episode. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to roll on this one? No. Okay. No, because you're arguing a plus two, and, I, and, you're, and you put to right, a plus you.
1: One. I'm going to make you roll for whatever you say, because I forgot about <laughs> that, too.
0: I'm arguing a minus one. <laughs> you're rolling. <laughs> he has a plus two intelligence, which is not right. <laughs> no. Give me a second. What is INT? Investigation? mm Intimidation. Intimidation. Oh, okay. Okay, well, I, I have a plus two to intimidation, plus one strength modifier, plus two to deception. I mean, uh, what is my acrobatics? Is plus three. I mean, I guess I could, you know, like, swing my way in and aggressively break through a door with a plus one strength. I mean, it's a minus one.
1: Based on all of your skills, you could almost do the exact same thing I did, but I already said it, so you can't. You can't say that.
0: I can't scale building. You
1: can't grab faces. Oh, can't grab faces. Can't do the... Can't can't ratitude my way through this. No, because I already called on that. Are you making me roll? Yeah, well, you gotta roll, because you you let me off easy. So I have to roll a nine. You gotta get a nine. What's your charisma? A plus Plus two. two. You gotta get a seven.
0: You got a really good chance of making this. It's always possible. In which case, it's, it's possible right now because I rolled a four. You, that so was you a got a smart six. Smart move. So you get
1: the minus two. Yeah. I think that just clinched it for my yeah, grung I think, here. I think it did as well. So if you want to play the king of the hobos, fresh new warlock, grung, Zool, and harass Louis
0: Tully and Dana Barry. I wouldn't call a hobo grung fresh by any means. There's nothing fresh. He's a fresh warlock. And he speaks grung? Speaks grung. Only grung. Super useful, guys. Because <laughs> a lot of people speak grung, including grungs. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get a lot of communication on, in the battle. Useful. What do you got? I just want to... I'm going to take this opportunity not so much to argue my old man, flappy-lipped Hite,
1: who's never done a thing in his life. All these combats he just hung in the back and played a pan flute that maybe didn't even rile up his friends because that would have awarded him some you sort can of theme experience. It.
0: You can theme it as such. Ally Assist should have included pan flute, to be you, fair. You mentioned it at the beginning. It, but Ally Assist should not have been a zero. It should have been a plus one because pan flute is an essential component of riling up his friends. However, I do want to say, like, if, 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 this is not Adventurer's League legal. However, uh, I do advise that you buy this supplement, One Grung Above, on uh, DM's Guild, they do have, like, they have this poisonous skin, right? And so we didn't we didn't fully go into this. I'm just going to read it. it uh, Any creature that grapples you or otherwise comes in direct contact with your skin must succeed on a DC-12 con saving throw or become poisoned for one minute. A poisoned creature that is no longer in direct contact with you can repeat this saving throw at the end of each of its turns, ending the effect on itself with a success. You can also apply poison. This is key. This is what we were arguing in the first two sections. You can apply poison to any piercing part of any weapon, including ranged and melee. Oh yeah, I wish we had mentioned that, but that's a huge part of this. Yeah, so the target must make a DC12 con saving throw. This is so key. Or take an additional 2d4 poison damage when it is attacked when it is attacked with the affected weapon. So you pull back the crossbow, right? And you're and you're looking at, you know, at your 1D8 plus three piercing, and you just say, Oh, and by the way, I rub that into my chest. Which is really cool role-playing too. It is, it is. It's so cool. And and you, you you launch that crossbow. If they don't succeed on that DC twelve, they take an additional two D four poison damage, which is more than your typical poison, you know, that you would just dump in a vial or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're getting one D four it. Your best. poison skin is real poison. Yeah,
1: so you could also see these characters in action. Wizards of the Coast is running a One Grung Above campaign on Twitch. They've had a few episodes so far. I think they're in four
0: or five episodes right now. I think it airs Wednesdays. We can double-check on that. But if you guys want more information, you can follow Wizards of the Coast on Twitter for Dungeons & Dragons, or you can follow them on Facebook... Uh, They're probably already following
1: them and not following us, which we forgive you for. We understand.
0: Yeah, we talk about our blog a lot, which I would like to plug at the moment. Every Monday, uh, we do uh, post original playtest content, including races. We've done classes. We've done backgrounds. We also have done a a mask shop that DMs can use and plug into the campaign uh, that have some unbeknownst to the PCs have some positive effects, but also some negative effects Uh, just in time for... Secret Curses. Yeah, yeah. So really cool theming there. I'm not going to say that our stuff is cool, but we'll let you be the judge. But we just want you to check it out. Give us some feedback on it. We'd really love to hear from you and and anybody who uses it. We'd we'd love to hear stories, um, direct messages, email us at dndcharacterlab at gmail.com. Shoot us a message on Facebook. We're all over the place and... We are live pretty much all day long waiting to hear from anybody and just talk D&D because I'm, Garen, are you tired of my text?
1: No, no, because we are both lonely and desperate. And so I appreciate your companionship and we appreciate the companionship of anyone on the internet. I feel like you've been avoiding the scoring for this, and I understand because I was really hoping to just out at the end. I was hoping to end the episode without. I won five to three.
0: We're still tied.
1: We're still tied. Uh, and at the end, especially at the end there, like you failed that roll, you gave me extra bonus for being able to jump on faces. This probably should have been four to four, but hey, we're five to three. And, and that's why it's a game. <laughs> that's why it's a game. That's what it's all about. Hey, guys, big news coming back for episode 13. Dan and I are going to be doing a deep magic episode. If you don't know what that is, Cobalt Press has released these supplements for all different types of magic,
0: Blood magic, shadow magic, ley line magic, which is the... Void magic, void magic. Uh, ring r- magic. Ring magic, uh, uh, fighter, uh, combat magic. There are 13 modules in total, including dragon magic. Ah, I get so excited. I, I love this. I bought all of them like the day they came out for mm-hmm. 5e. They're available in PDF. They range anywhere from $2.99 to 4 dollars each module. They are so worth it. They are so worth it
1: because, because they are all brand new spells. They are really well thought out. Very... Effective to your characters and you can build a character around it. And that's what we're doing for episode 13. We are creating deep magic characters and Cobalt Press has been so cool to work with us on this. That next week when this episode airs we are going to be giving away a PDF for the two deep magic supplements that we have chosen for our characters. So
0: so just to clarify the promotion is going to run today uh, which is November 1st all the way through November 8th. And on November eighth, we will be announcing the winners for two modules of the deep. The two modules that we choose. So next week, we're going to each be choosing one module and theming the character appropriately, and then we'll be giving away those modules. Yeah, you get a
1: coupon code to get the PDF for free, which is great because you get some extra spells for your game. Thank you so much to Cobalt Pros for doing this. Thank you to Wolfgang Bauer for, for agreeing to do that. You guys are awesome. We love your work. So follow us on Twitter because that's where the contest is going to be going on. And we are going to roll for that now, but I am going to decide that we are going to use the Reliable Talent Rogue trait. And I'm going to roll, and anything below a 10 is going to be a 10 because if we're making spellcasters with these spells, we got to be beefy. we got to have lots of spells. I, I, I'm, I'm all for that. All right, so here's the roll. At least a 10.
0: All right. Well, so it was gonna... an 8, but it's a
1: 10. Yeah, so, so we're, we're doing we're... level 10 spellcasters.
0: Yeah, and uh just to touch on this a little bit more, I know that we're we're super gushy about this, but I I really love these this content. It also features feats within each themed module. It features feats that are themed also to that module. Most of them do. So there's you know, just a plethora of content in these things. Uh, we're super excited to work on this. Um, this has to be the most excited I've been about an episode.
1: Guys, uh, this isn't an act. We nerd out this hard all the time. And that's why we do this show. Because we were just nerding out with each other all the time. And now we get to nerd out with you. So nerd out with us on Twitter, online. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Garen. And I'm Dan. Remember, it doesn't have to be optimized. It
0: just has to be fun, guys. Have a great week. <laughs> This has been a production of the D&D Character Lab Podcast Be sure to follow us on Twitter at d Character Lab Or shoot us an email at Lab at gmail.com Most importantly, make sure you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or the Apple Podcast app Love,